Hi, Peter Borker here, and welcome to today's edition of the Transition Guide. Now, today's episode, I want to look at membership schemes and how membership schemes have become such an invaluable tool in helping sort of companies retain clients but also increase their spend. And really, what I'll do is I'll share my story with regards to my experiences with membership and how that I use them to my advantage and probably the companies that I use use them to their advantage. So first and foremost is British Airways. So I tend to do quite a lot of travel. I tend to stick to one airline. And my airline of choice happens to be British Airways. Now it first started off with the fact that British Airways had the routes basically. When you think about British Airways, very well established airline, they've got more direct routes than anybody else. So for me it was a matter of convenience. So when it came to that matter of convenience, yep, I'd fly with them. Was I impressed with their service? Absolutely not. Was I impressed with their fleet? They've got an aging fleet. A lot of their planes are just tired. I mean, they're so, so tired, they should be retired. And they don't have the facilities on board. I mean, you take the Eastern Airlines, they absolutely smash British Airways. Where at one stage British Airways was the world's favourite airline, number one. I think it currently ranks 47 or 48 out of airlines. I mean, that just sucks, doesn't it? How can you go from 1 to 48? I mean, that's a huge drop. And they're getting smashed by people like Qatar Airlines, Singapore, Etihad, Emirates. These are much, much, much better airlines. Unfortunately, they don't necessarily have the convenience that you would have with British Airways. However, I have been tempted. I won't lie. I have been tempted trying other airlines. But what's kept me sort of loyal to British Airways has been their membership scheme. So when you first start off with British Airways, you're blue. You've just, you collect points, but that's about the only benefit you have. Then you move up to bronze, you get a few more benefits. Then you've got silver, where you start having business check-ins. You can use the business lounge. It starts to become a bit more exciting. Until finally you get their gold card. And at gold, you use their first service. You've got their first lounges. I mean, the check-in with them is absolutely phenomenal, especially at Heathrow Terminal 5. It's the best. It's probably one of the best terminals out there across the world. It makes the whole journey a lot better. And really, what's probably when I first started, it was I was a little bit sort of indifferent. But then as I started progressing up through the tiers, I got used to the benefits. And they become very important to me because, actually, you know what? I want to travel well. I want to be able to relax at the airport, etc. So these things became more and more important. And then it's like anything that gets you a little bit hooked. And then the next tier has more benefits and more benefits. And you just aspire, well, I just aspire, to sort of move up the tiers, etc. so that I get all the benefits that I possibly can. And it served me really well. It's also served British Airways really well because I do spend quite a bit of money with them. So that's a great example where, you know what, you can have a really mediocre airline in terms of service quality, etc., but that membership scheme can be enough to sway somebody and keep them loyal. So that's the first one. That's the first example. Now, if you don't have a membership scheme in your business, maybe you want to give it some consideration because they really do work. Now, the second one, so I flew to America. I'm currently in New Orleans. Where am I staying? I'm staying at the Marriott. So I'm a member of the Marriott Reward Program. I've slowly, over the years, again, it's like anything you start, you start at the very bottom, then as you sort of do more and more sort of nights with them, you progress from, you progress up to silver, then you move up from silver to gold. I'm currently a gold member, and I have managed to sort of probably utilise my rewards. So it gets better and better and better. So currently at 
gold. What do I get? Well, I get a decent amount of points, which I can then redeem against days for free, whenever I want to travel personally, not on business, which is absolutely great. They often offer, oh, they offer you room upgrades. So where available, you'll get a room upgrade. Unfortunately, on this trip, there were no suites available. However, they gave you the next best thing, which was a corner room with double frontage glass. So I've got glass going behind me, to the side of me. Absolutely great views over the Mississippi River. That's looking after you. So I felt really good about that. Also, at this particular hotel, they have the lounge. Now, the lounge, they serve breakfast, they sell afternoon snacks. So it's that convenience of being able to get food when you want it. But for those of you that travel, and especially if you travel to the States, especially when you go to hotels, breakfast can be astronomical. I mean, that can range from 20 bucks to 30 bucks a day. So here I've got my breakfast free. That's already an associated benefit of what, over 10 days, 200 bucks. Then you've got the internet benefit. Now they'll give you here the really crappy, slow, basic internet for free. But if you want the high-speed internet, which really, if you're going to do video calls and all that stuff, and you really want to work from a remote location, you're really going to need the more enhanced sort of internet. Well, that costs like just under $17 a day. So you can imagine, over 10 days, that's $170. Guess what? As a gold member, you get that for free. So already, if I look at this trip, I've saved just under 400 bucks just by being a gold member with one particular hotel group. Now again, do all their properties rock? No, they don't. They've got some really shambolic properties that really you just wouldn't want to stay in. However, I suppose when you're getting those points and those bonus points, it kind of makes it easier. And they play little games. They give you little promotions where they say if you take X amount of trips within this period of time, that you'll then get bonus points, etc., and accelerate it to the next level. It's very easy to get people hooked. And then the third experience that I have with membership, it happens to be Amazon. You see, I've been a member of Amazon now for, I don't know how long, probably the best part of 10 years. And when I first started using them, do you know, I was really pleased. You could get some stuff. I used them as a, when I couldn't get anything, I'd be looking for the cheapest thing. And because they're often quite cheap when it comes to stuff, much cheaper than your sort of retail high street store. So I'd get it. I'd always put it on sort of the two to three day delivery, the standard delivery, free delivery. Because I didn't want to pay the extra for delivery. You know, a lot of people are like that. And then what happened with Amazon is they sound quite genius. I think it was about six years ago now, they bought out Amazon Prime. And back then, they offered you free delivery, free next day delivery. And it was, I think it was £79. may even have been cheaper back then. And if you added up your purchases over the year, you probably needed to do about 14 purchases for that, for that oh, Prime membership to be worthwhile. But then what happens is you get sort of hooked on it. So because you knew you were going to get next day delivery for free, it now became a shop of convenience. So they start to get you shopping a lot more. Then what they'll do is they say, okay, well, we'll add in some movies. So we've got Amazon Prime Video, Amazon Prime Music for free. All of a sudden, you've got loads of associated benefits. By the time your renewal comes, A, you keep your renewal going because the perceived benefit's much higher. But also what they'll do is they'll then increase the price. I mean, I think now in the UK it's like £99, which is significantly higher than it was when I first joined. But because you've got now all those different benefits with increased storage, etc., or for online photos, etc., it makes it so much more appealing. And once you get into that subscription-based model and you're part of that membership, 
you kind of just stick with them. And what I've noticed over the last five years is my spend with Amazon has just gone up and up and up. So it's absolute genius on their part, convenience on my part, and it's a win-win really. So my question for you is in your business, have you actually got a membership scheme up and running? Have you ever considered a membership scheme? And have you ever looked at membership schemes that actually operate in your industry, that other people are using successfully, that if you actually brought into your business, you could have some great benefits? As I say, it's a big topic to look at. All I can share with you is my experience, and I've had some pretty good experiences, often with some mediocre companies that has engendered loyalty and actually forced me to stay and spend. Now, if memberships are something that you're looking at sort of pursuing within your business and you want to have a chat, head over to booker.com and get in contact. And always remember, failing to learn is learning to fail.